Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. Thanks to everyone who's joining us for our Rock Your Business call for the LOA Way for August at Goodbye University. I'm Jeanette. Here with a bunch of fun fellow creators, let's hear a hello from everyone who's dialed in before we start our subject today. I know Nancy's here. Hi, Nancy. Hi there, Jeanette and everybody on the call. Good to be here. And Guillaume is unmuted, right? Yep, I'm muted. Hi, everyone. I'm still appreciating the laugh you gave us at the top of the call today. (laughs) (laughs) And is Meg also dialed in and unmuted? I'm unmuted, yeah. I'm here. Yay! Nice to hear you. Let's Julie see. Julie here. Julie, did I hear Julie? Oh, you did. I'm here. Julie Brock is here. Woohoo! I know. Hi guys. Glad you could make it. Who else is tuned Thank in? Thank you. I'm here. Hello, Sean. John's here. Yay! Very cool. <laughs> Who else haven't we said hi to yet? Dana here. Jill. Dana and Jill. Hi. Jill. My first call Hello. with you guys. What a party! Woohoo! Hi, Dana. <laughs> so, Hello, here's, everybody. Here's, I'd like for you guys, if you can, stay unmuted for conversation purposes, but if you have any background noise, star six to mute yourself, and it's star six to unmute as well. Our topic today, hmm, I'm loving this one, and I think I'm going to be referring a lot of people to it because sometimes when we're at work or whether we're working on our own businesses, we feel challenged to practice one of the most core concepts of conscious creation, which is not working <laughs> to make it happen. <laughs> not not diving into action in order to get results. It's, it's the power of doing nothing to build your highest professional success. Some people really struggle with that one. Like it's easy to practice on the stuff that we wouldn't know how to start with. But on the stuff that we think we are supposed to be creating ourselves, it can be a challenge for some creators to engage us. So that's what I wanted for us to talk about today, to share some tips, stories, strategies for how to leverage this even better than we already are. I know many of us, we have a good foothold in this practice already, but for anyone who has ever struggled (laughs) to be comfortable doing nothing or to enjoy relaxing um, because of gremlins who (laughs) think you should be doing something or maybe it's bosses or business partners or even spouses who think you should be working harder, this call is for you to help you get better at practicing what we know works best. Where I wanted to start with this was um, just to lay the foundation for this discussion. I had a couple things I wanted to share, and then I'll ask you guys to chime in too. I'm usually the first person to speak up whenever someone's quoting Mike Dooley's advice to turn over every rock or keep throwing pitches, do whatever you can from wherever you're at. In fact, there are a lot of LOA teachers who emphasize action. I almost feel like I should put teachers in air quotes when I say that. Some of them are more like spiritual teachers who include a little LOA, but they still believe that we're supposed to hustle in order to get results. 
But even the ones who get that, sometimes they don't they don't specify inspired action. And even if they do, their definition of inspired action still has really strong muggle influences in it. So I want to go on record here with a conversation that every employee or business owner can refer to whenever we question the thought that we should be doing something. <laughs> I, that's every once in a while, that one even pops up for me. And I'm pretty good at this. So I think part of that is because our muggle training is just so deeply embedded and challenging to throw off, especially when most of the rest of the world still glorifies it, let alone practices it. And it's one thing to read about following our highest joy or our to our highest success, but it's another to actually be able to practice it. So let's start with a reminder of how all this works, and then we'll talk about how to actually work it when we're challenged by inner gremlins or outer bosses and partners and such. Did, Nancy, did I hear you taking a breath to chime in? Uh, no, but I, but I was thinking when you were talking about the, the, uh, the issues that we face is that when things don't seem to be happening in our business or our career, and then other people say to us, well, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing? Right. Uh, and, and you don't have a good answer other than the energetic work, which you know, they wouldn't understand. I mean, right. you'd spend twice as long explaining the energy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you're right. It's very ingrained in our culture that you've got to do something. You've got to take action. And sometimes it's not fun and you have to push through the stuff you don't like. Oh, yeah. You have to do it anyway because nobody gets anywhere. And, you know, there's no pain pain without pain. uh, Yeah, yeah, what makes you think you're going to be any different? You know, it's it's one reason why I think conversations with circles like this are so powerful because it's reminding me of when I was three weeks into my coach training with Gina after I had decided once and for all, yes, I'm going to start a coaching practice. I was three weeks in after pulling the trigger on it, and I said, uh... Three weeks in, nothing's happening. And Gina's response wasn't, okay, well, let's hear. How are you spreading the word? Well, let's take a look at your website. What's your offer? She didn't say that. What she said was, well, first she said, yeah, you're three weeks in, you're right. Something should be happening by now. Well, all right, are you reading your perfect client list every day? Which some people might call an action, but that's the energy work, right? That's, at least it's intended to be a big key of the energy work to create alignment to clients. And to be in conversation with people who not only get this but practice it and expect you to makes it so much easier for us to walk a path that is actually effective. (laughs) So who wants to lead us off with a little reminder about how the system works? You guys have heard my spiel about a bazillion times. Let's hear someone else's today. Nancy, Julie, who wants to... You hear from me all the time. I want to hear from somebody else besides me. <laughs> I can give my super short version, and then someone else can elaborate. All right, so we please? know this much. We get what we vibrate. Mm-hmm. We know that unhappy journeys don't have happy endings, so doing something unpleasant isn't going to take us anywhere good. We know that no matter how much action we take, if we aren't aligned to what we want, that desire, that goal is going to remain forever elusive. So we know this really is a vibrational game. And to approach it any other way is to handicap ourselves, right? We know everyone on this call knows that, I believe, right? Is there, does anyone have any question about that, or does anyone have a? Let's hear another take, another way to describe that. You know, it's I have balancing. Oh, oh sorry. Go let's ahead. Hear from Julie first, then our other person. 
I was going to say, for me, anyhow, in my business, it still takes balancing the vibrational alignment with action, but it's so important to get that vibrational alignment uh, better. So, for instance, something that I, of course, you guys know I'm a big fan of feng shui. I get a quarterly feng shui update, and she was just here, and we went over some things. I was like, you know, in July, I just felt kind of meh. I mean, I didn't want to get off the couch. I didn't, you know, I just was like, I had no energy. I didn't want to do anything. So, and it turned out that my thyroid was a little low too. I think that had something to do with it. But we we went through just some things. She said, just remind yourself that you're living inside your wealth base, that you are the, you know, you are the wish fulfilling jewel, you know, with your belief. Be Just don't forget that you, you know you manifest your reality. And then she talked about just, you know, doing the act as if. I thought this was great. She said, Julie, so on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, which are typically like my prospecting days when I'm in town, she said, pick up the phone. Don't call anybody, but send your chi, send your energy before you, which to me is like segment intending. And I cannot tell you how much fun I had going to like LinkedIn, looking up the people I wanted to talk to. And I do this thing where I look at them and go, oh, yeah, you're going to meet with me. So I do that, and then I, like, have this faux conversation with them. And I will tell you probably 60% of the time, that's how it goes down. And that right there just makes me happy, and I laugh about it. So that's just kind of a business tip on my end. Thanks, Julie. Appreciate that. Probably want to explore some pieces of that with you again later on in our call. Who else was chiming in at the same time as Julie? It was Dana. Dana, yay. Let's hear from you. Yeah, so on, on the on the heels of what you said, we get what we vibrate. I, you know, everybody knows I'm a real newbie here. So I so want to do this the way I, that resonates. And what resonates is it has to feel good. It has to be inspired action. So when I think I have to do something, um, that is very lacky to me. That's just... It's like um, I'm noticing something's missing, right, or something's not right. And so that's not a very good place to come from <laughs> to get what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it would be better or uh, definitely much more productive for me to, you know, uh, relax, go meditate, do something fun, do some pray rain journaling, and then see what inspire, um, inspired action maybe pops up from within. But just Doing something because we should, to me, is really not good. It's not good energy for me personally. I'll just say that. So, I, I was raised. I was raised in a household of should, so I'm very anti-should anything. Almost rebellious anti-should. Dana, you <laughs> described yourself as a newbie here, but you're not a newbie to conscious creation, right? Not at all. No. Right. Yeah, you strike me as someone who's really got a good hang of this, not just the principles, but actually living them. I actually won't do anything, and you, everyone, I, I mean, there's parts of me that are saying, maybe you're being detrimental here, but I won't do anything unless I feel compelled or inspired to do it. I just won't. I, that, I'm not doing, that's so healthy. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this this time around as my own, you know, um, employer or my, this is my, my reinvention. I'm not going to, this isn't a, a, a plan B or I don't feel like I'm going to get a, I can always have more chances. I can create them, but this is the one I want to make work, and I want it to be. Um, 
I want it to be the perfect client. I want it to be, you wrote a blog recently, um, Jeanette, about that. And um, with your coach that you were, that was mentoring with Eugenia. Yeah. And how you were saying, I want clients that are like this. Well, that's exactly what I want. So if it takes the, the, and I believe in divine timing. um, So I just relax. And as soon as I start feeling a little bit like crazy or uptight, I just know, oops, I'm off my center. I need to go do something to fix that right away. Well, you're speaking to, I think, one of the biggest advantages any conscious creator can have in in living this is that awareness of when because some some people do things without ever questioning it because it is just such a strong part of how it's what what others expect from us or what we're supposed to do absolutely and society doing it without even questioning it yeah oh yeah because you know just look at nike just do it right don't don't question it don't don't get aligned just and then even when sometimes even when we recognize, okay, I don't want to do it, but I have to either because my, it's part of my job description, my boss is making me, or we just think there isn't any other way around it. Like there, mm-hmm. Some people get hung up on that even with awareness. And I think both of those things are worth addressing t- here today. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it sounds like, so we all know action is not the differentiator, right? No matter how many times someone promotes the power of the hustle or the grind or the never give up, do whatever it takes mentality, conscious creators know that the role of action in our lives is just for enjoyment. That's all it was ever intended to be. I I love that message from Abraham, that the purpose of action is for you to experience joy, not as a way to make things happen. That's a helpful thing to remind, remind ourselves and also to know that when we're practicing that, then we're in a place. We're in a vibrational place. I mean, when Abraham talks about alignment, if we lived that, we'd be there. That's. Um... I think it's important, too, to remember that the energy work of getting aligned, whatever you do, whether you're going to go take a nap or walk the dogs or, uh, you know, do some yoga or meditate, that's action, too. Uh, and... Thank you for bringing that up, Nancy. You know, it, if if you're taking those actions and in the process it's getting you into alignment, then whatever inspired action comes out of it is going to be even more effective than if you're forcing yourself to do the things that the quote-unquote experts tell you must happen for you to be successful. Good point. Yeah, because yeah. I think a lot of us can miss what our signals to inspiration are because it didn't look the way we expected it to. Like we're expecting, oh, Maybe, you know, a great idea for a viral post on social media or a brilliant book idea. But what we get is the impulse to go make cupcakes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem business related. Doesn't and it seem seems like we're slacking. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Inspiration can be easy to dismiss if it doesn't show up the way we were expecting. Right. And I think that's – go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, Jeanette, because you've been around GVU and some of the other people, but the new ones will want to go to the business forum and look up Mark. um, Mark Allen. Allen, Mark Allen. He's got like a 45-minute interview with Lulu Massey um, uh, all about 
seeing a Z-type personality who would rather sleep in late. And he, his work schedule is what? He's a multimillionaire, and he only works – he doesn't work on Mondays because he considers those moon days, that you shouldn't work on a moon day. And mm-hmm. he only works Tuesday through Friday, and then he doesn't work any time before 1 in the afternoon. And he's usually done by 5. And he spends most of the rest of his time at home, you know, relaxing, watching clouds. I love that. And that's that where he sounds he, like my, my work and he, habit. And he's a, he's a musician, so he, he writes and publishes and composes his own music. And he's also the co-founder of New World Library, which is one of the largest spiritual library, you know, spiritual publishing houses. He formed it with Shakti Gawain back in the 1970s. And he talks about, you know, how his greatest inspirations, his solving business problems, all of that happens during the 60% of the time when he's just like laying around watching clouds go by, you know? And, and I think that's, that's what we have to remember is that our, our insight and our genius will kick in when we're relaxed and if we're stressing and doing work we don't want to be doing and taking we're action, we're disconnected. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. not how we achieve our best success. Nice. I'm, yeah. reading, I'm hearing more and more companies, more and more, two in the last couple of days, who are promoting shorter work weeks for higher productivity. So I think muggles are transforming too. <laughs> um, but that idea of um, that idea of relaxing in order to succeed, I know a lot of people, even some who would call themselves LOA teachers. It's not something that they would promote, let alone practice. And we know that sometimes, you know, taking action is what gives us a reason to believe in the results that we want. So even if it might not be our absolute favorite thing to do, it can enhance our alignment. If we do the thing that we think is going to make the difference, right, because it raises our level of expectation, and as soon as we expect it or believe it or know it, then we're a match to it. So it action can take us there. And sometimes that is the path of least resistance rather than to change old beliefs. But for anyone here who, is, who has learned flexibility with the thoughts that they're engaging and learned how to direct themselves and their train of thought in a way that feels better, I think it opens up our options more so than someone who really doesn't know how to expect to get a client unless they're out there beating the bushes. Do you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is, and I'm in this category sometimes too, sometimes the easiest thing for me to do in order to expect results is to just take some action. But I at least know to let it be an enjoyable action. Let it be something that... um, that I can appreciate or have some sort of feel good around rather than, uh, and Dana, I just love your commitment to living this, that you refuse to do anything that doesn't feel good. I know some people who understand law of attraction and would like to practice it that well still find themselves doing something because it's hard for them to understand how life is going to work out if they don't. So there's nothing wrong with doing that if that truly is your path of least resistance. What I'm interested in us doing for ourselves is, opening up our options. So, um, yeah, even when the path, our path of least resistance is to just do something so we can satisfy any beliefs we're holding that we have to earn our way there or to 
in order to get the gremlins to shush it, we've got to go do something. At least let it be an enjoyable something, something that um, you can take some sort of pleasure in. All right, so let's talk about uh, – I, I had a couple of ideas. Oh, really only two steps. I was thinking our first step in doing this effectively is to understand and or, or maybe also believe the role of action and vibration in manifesting our professional success. That might not be necessary, though. But I know for many of us, when the gremlins kick in, the way I shush mine or help a client shush theirs is by – just what we started here with, a reminder of how the system really works, not the way we were taught or trained or we mm -hmm. see everyone else living, but how the system works. For anyone who doesn't bump into that, it's not important to understand this in order to experience the benefits of it. But I think for anyone who struggles to relax <laughs> or to, enjoy, to really let go and still expect results, understanding the system is your, is your way through that anyone who doesn't bump into that you don't need to understand it in order to get the benefits of this but i know everyone on this call already does because i think if we if a person doesn't believe it and sometimes this happens with me there will be oh it, often there are coaches they're not necessarily from loa world they're just colleagues that we run we run in other circles together and they the idea is really intriguing to them and they'd like to be able to practice it like it's it's something they want to explore, but they don't really trust it or believe it. And in that situation, I think it's going to be hard to practice it and still expect success if you're still operating from a place of thinking that action is required in order to get results. So for anyone who wasn't fully clear or confident on that, I would suggest further study and experimentation because the, the repetition of well, the experience and the material you'll get results, and that will help you believe and trust it in it more than anything else. And I still practice that myself. I still stay engaged in the material. I still give myself reminders to just strengthen my level of commitment to this because I'm not 100% myself by any means. But, man, have I taken some ground over the years. And I think the step after that is to practice it, is to give up our muggle ways of relying heavily on action and um, and making things happen and, then, and instead turn on some vibrational magic for letting our professional success unfold. I think that experimenting with it is what's going to help us build that level of trust in it more than anything else, more than someone else's success story, more than watching a bazillion Abraham videos on the subject. It's our own personal experience that's going to help us understand, yes, we can trust this. And... Again, many LOA teachers will deliver this message by suggesting a combination of, of both, right? Get the right mindset going, but also get busy. And I couldn't disagree with that more. In fact, even just this morning, I woke up with a message that the benefit of being too exhausted to do anything is that you stop doing things. It gets you out of the way so the magic can happen. Because as you relax, because you're too burned out to do anything else, you're doing the vibrational work of feeling better without trying to make things happen. It was in fact, so I got a little draft post going on the three benefits of being too exhausted to follow your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and that might sound a little blasé to people. Just practice it. Anyone who's had gremlins screaming in their ear when they lay down on the couch when the mortgage isn't covered or, or the clients aren't coming. So, 
Um, that's what I'd like to explore here in a conversation with you guys about how to practice it when it's challenging. Because, you know, when there's the thing that we want to manifest and, and we are going to be totally hands-off about it and we're in complete peace with that process, like we don't think we should be working it, that's different than when it, I think a lot of people get hung up when it comes to our health and our businesses or our work that in believing that things are going to happen unless we're out there in the nitty-gritty getting our hands dirty ourselves. Yeah, so. and and this is Nancy. I just want to say that um, I think there's a benefit to getting our chi moving, but it, it and some people who are advocating get out there and just you know start doing something, just get some movement, get get something happening. They might be mis um, understanding the importance of having our energy moving, our chi moving. Mm-hmm. Which can also happen by taking uh, taking your dogs for a walk or doing mm-hmm. yoga or you know absolutely um, that they'll that clapping they'll miss, hands exactly. clapping hands gets chi moving yeah. excuse me mm-hmm. I'm sorry yeah. yeah clapping hands and, ringing a bell I mean you can you guys I stand in my office and ring a bell in the morning just to get the chi moving mm-hmm. for some reason and that <laughs> seems to work. I took that advice, by the way, Julie, when I um, was doing some organizing in my office, and mm-hmm. I, I really found it helped. I I rang the bell and clapped my hands before I started the organizing, and it, I felt like, I don't know, I felt like it was more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, it, maybe it was. It gets the chi moving instead of being static. Exactly. And and so I think perhaps some of these, these people who don't understand energy and are advocation, advocating action first, they're misunderstanding that, uh, that getting the chi moving is a good thing, but it doesn't necessarily have to be muggle-focused mm-hmm. uh, work. I, agree. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen, there's a video going around about um, a man from Japan who's a famous uh, chi chi energy master um and he can get animals to fall asleep just by you know well he does some qigong hand movements but um they didn't believe him so they photographed him first with a a a herd of alpaca and um they all just one by one started laying down and you know falling asleep and it was the alpha it was the alpha who was the last to do it and then they took him to um bison uh, a herd of bison and the same thing happened and he actually walked into the pen and got very close to the bison and the the veterinarian was saying you know this is not safe he shouldn't be doing that he shouldn't be that close but the bison didn't care they just they were not threatened by him at all and uh and they kind of ignored him and laid down <laughs> went to sleep <laughs> so um so yeah there's and i think that's what we're doing here when we're talking about um doing our energy work is getting that chi moving uh, and and doing our own alignment work it's kind of all part of the same thing and and i think it's worth remembering that just just like we were talking about before we hit the record button, Nancy, what works for one person won't work for another. True. So it's worth not getting discouraged if what someone else practices doesn't have any effect for you, something else will. And finding a way to practice that vibration management above all else, and all we're practicing there is just acclimating ourselves to our success so that it's something that 
we come to expect, something we're familiar with, something we're comfortable with. And there are so many different ways for us to do that. That's what makes the biggest difference in what unfolds in our work life. So I think that it's worth, if when we, answer, when we ask the question, how does an LOA savvy business owner or employee handle it when it's hard to do nothing? If it really, truly feels better, then by all means do something, but do something enjoyable. Do something if it shifts your vibration, if it gives you a reason to believe or expect or just to enjoy more, that's in service to your alignment. And I think it's nice to let it be an easier, uh, something that's easy to do rather than something that's challenging. You can ease your way into relaxing in business rather than trying to go cold turkey on action, action, action. I mean, you can baby step your way and just over time get better and better at this. That's certainly how I've practiced it. can't tell if someone's yawning or if someone's trying hey, to. I was, that's what I was wondering. Is somebody yawning or wanting to say something? <laughs> I think, Jeanette, your, your example of um, when you were employed and the company told you that your sales team was going to be let go if you didn't have sales in the next two weeks, and you just said, you know what, they've been having us doing is not working. I'm just going to go have a lunch, and I'm going to feed oh, the birds, and I'm going to I wrote laugh. my Trey Rain journal entry first. Yeah. Mm. I wrote mm, first right. about they find me. Prospects are so excited. They can't wait. Great rapport. Perfect match, yada, yada, a couple sentences down. And then I went to lunch and kicked my feet up and fed the birds and asked myself what sounds good next. Right. So it was that I've heard Abraham answer someone in the hot seat before, a guy who said, hey, I follow my hunches, Abraham, and guess what? They're not paying off. And Abraham says, well, you can't just follow any old hunch or impulse. you got to get aligned first because if you, if you are dialed on, oh, my word, my money is in a bad situation, and you follow impulses, you're just going to go further down that path. First, you've got to change directions. So you get aligned by the way I practiced that was, isn't it great how prospects find me, how perfect I, this, this product is for them, and how they cannot wait. What great rapport. That's how I switched paths. Okay, so that's what I'm, that's what I'm focused on. And then asking, what sounds good next? led me to be standing in the elevator with a guy who was red hot and ready for a 401k plan, which is mm -hmm. what I sold. Been under my nose the whole time, but couldn't see him while I was in struggle and nothing working mode. As soon as I got into, this is easy peasy and super fun mode, there he is. So, yeah, but, you know, it, so I'm not opposed to us doing something in order to feel better, but I think it's also worth being willing to give nothing a chance <laughs> to just relax a little, maybe with a reminder about how well it works when we do in a good Abe quote or a Bashar clip can help with that. Or even just recalling from your own experience how you got that last client when you played hooky for the whole day. Or, or remember Abigail Steidley, her five-day experience of nothing, how so many of her dreams came true when she was literally too exhausted to get up off the floor. So many of her things happened. She was the inspiration for the from the she she coined the term slacker manifesting, which I wrote an ebook on because I love it so much. But you can ease that. yourself, yeah. You can ease yourself into nothing or less anyway by telling yourself, "Look, I'm not doing this forever. It's just for right now. It's just till I feel like doing something else. When I feel like doing something, then I'll do it. Until then, I'm just making room for universe to speak some magic to me." So, someone yeah. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is that um, pure awareness meditation, which I've 
linked many times in the GVU forums. Anybody can go check it out and listen to it. When you start to practice it, you start to experience this shift of, of consciousness where you're not, you're physically, technically not doing anything. You're just, you're sitting there, your eyes are closed, you're feeling this altered state of reality. But then when you come out of it, all these things have changed. You come and, you know, you check your email and there's new clients and you, you know, you check your voicemail and there's an existing client who's talking about, you know, more work they've got for you. And, and you didn't do anything. And yet I, I can concede that technically doing that is really relaxing. It's really healing for the body and the mind. So I guess you are doing something, but it's just not what the rest of the world considers action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? maybe not the entire rest of the world. The rest of us at GDU will get it. <laughs> right. Well, and and Frank Hinslow, he goes through this whole quantum physics explanation about why it works and how um, everything that we perceive is on a certain level, vibratory level, but as you get deeper down into uh, quantum physics, the the pure awareness is at the very core level of where everything is created, and that's why it works. But even if you didn't know that, the quantum physics behind it, um, it feels good. It it just it feels really, really good. You can be exhausted and do it, and when you're done, you have more energy. Well, to you it does. May not to everyone else the same way someone whispering doesn't do a single thing for you, and it totally lights me up. But I think that speaks back to getting to know ourselves well enough that we practice what works for us. Nancy, what you're sharing reminded me of, is it a, is it a Lao Tzu quote or however you say? Lao Tzu? Yeah, Lao Tse. by doing nothing, all is accomplished. How does it go? Lao Tse is the name. Uh, yeah, do you remember the quote, Sean? I don't. Oh, um, start again. And uh, well, How does it start? I don't know it well enough to. Oh, I don't. Sorry, I don't know by which non-doing, quote you were all is accomplished. So I'll try to pronounce it. That's all. At any rate, I like the idea of being able to embrace that more than we than we do in our businesses, because <laughs> it seems like that's an easy place for us to fall into the trap of living like a non-conscious creator. <laughs> right, and I think one of the first ways to engage it is if, especially if you're either self-employed or you're working for somebody else and you can see that what you have been doing is not working. If, Ooh, if yeah, there's but, a sign, right? Yeah, the action you've already been taking, the steps you've been taking, the things that your team has been doing, it's not working and it's more chaos than, you know, than coherence. That's a clue to, okay, let's just stop, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I had a couple of, I love these questions. I've got a couple of what-if questions, and I thought these might be fun to entertain because I think some of us will see how we're already there. And and in some of these, we might notice where we're capable of going (laughs) further. At least I did for my own self. So I'm just going to close my door here real quick. So my um, (laughs) first one I have down, what if when the pressure's on, instead of our default habit being, jump in and try to make it happen, our default response was to go lay down. Like, what if when the pressure was on, we relaxed instead of, 
got anxious and frantic and trying to do, do, do. That one, I have to consciously remind myself. It's not my default habit yet. What if when we're really wanting to see something happen, instead of strategizing or analyzing how to get there, we just asked ourselves, what's our highest joy right now? one and i, I that I one love is that becoming one. yeah it's becoming more normal for me that, that's my favorite yeah i like it what if when we had a day off whether it was for fun or for a sick day or whatever instead of thinking that now we were going to be behind at work we had an expectation that we'd be ahead because of the break mm-hmm. we were taking mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good one yeah. i am so nowhere near that <laughs> <laughs> i know if i if i don't look at emails Look at me. I know. That's how far away I am. I know if I don't look at emails before I go to bed, when I wake up in the morning, there is going to be a lot there, let alone take a whole weekend off. I would like to change that one. What if when we took an action for our work, instead of expecting results, we just expected the joy, the pleasure of taking the action? What if we weren't all about, okay, what's this going to do for us? What if it was just about enjoying whatever there is to enjoy about that action. And if there is nothing to enjoy about that that action, we have no business taking it. That's my idea. Dana, you can give me right? (laughs) Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. I love that idea. What if we only took action for joy rather than to get something done? I love it. That kind of makes the joy is the purpose. And you guys, when we are that loose and relaxed about results, those results come pouring in. Hey, and Jeanette, I was yeah. thinking, you know, with this Dana again, you know, when we're talking about doing nothing. Um, yeah. we're, I think you just to be real specific, we're talking about not taking action around our business. But me doing nothing is not necessarily sitting on my couch. I mean, right. honestly, I'm like, well, I'm always saying, well, what do I want to do now? What feels good to do next? Well, it might be right. to do two loads of laundry because that makes me really happy to have my clothes clean. Or a big one for me is to make the beds in the morning. Like, that's a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. I like to look around and see that my face is all nice and tidy and it's feeling good and funky. Dishes are done. So, to me, action from an inspired place is even crazy stuff like making beds and doing the dishes. But from that place, that's when I get all my creativity when I wash my dishes. I swear. Wait. When I'm washing dishes, I get all my ideas. I get downloads. All So, I know. Mm-hmm. I wash dishes. Just go mm-hmm. do those three cups in the sink, you know. Because right, I get I get amazing I'm, stuff when I do chores. I'm well, glad you, you brought this up, Dana. From a, it, from a feng shui place, I'm sorry, from a feng shui place too. Doing that, making your bed in the morning, cleaning dishes. Oh no, that, I know. You, oh yeah, moving the energy, everything's happy, happy. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Sorry, Jeanette. A, no, we, I'm because I'm, I'm glad work, you guys we all work from home. Like we were hmm. in our space, right? And right. I don't know. Everyone's wired differently. I understand. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. But I, I want to talk about someone's definition of doing nothing. I think it's important that you brought mm. that up, Dana, and I kind of wish this was higher up in the call because this, our conversation might make a lot more sense to someone who wasn't working from the same knowledge that we are. But, like, if, say, someone had a spouse who comes home from work and wants to know what their spouse did all day for her business success, and if she said, well, I made the beds and I did some gardening and I <laughs> okay. did a few dishes, they would think they did nothing for their business, <laughs> right. Right? right? Right. So the traditional definition of of doing some the, – the work, like if we had a, a, a business coach who wasn't LOA savvy 
If we had a business coach, their idea of doing something is probably going to be very obviously directly related to our professional success, right? Networking, whatever Mm -hmm. sorts of things they think we're supposed to be doing. But but what we know is that, um, Dana, maybe I should just let you repeat what you already said. The idea of doing nothing doesn't look like necessarily being nothing. in a meditative state 24-7. It's just right. doing whatever we feel like. It's, a, it's relaxing. It's joyful. It's slacking. It's goofing off. It's having a good time, whatever that yes. might be for us. How are we define that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had one last what if. What if when we wanted to see something happen, we delegated to higher power rather than rolling up our own sleeves? Like, what if we truly embrace the magic of non-doing oh, in order to I make progress? I love that. I yeah. often don't remember to do that until I'm already wound up kind of tight right. or something. It's like I, for, I forget to remember. Yeah. I, do. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. forget to remember that. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that picture, those would have paint, and I could definitely see some room for improvement on myself there. Um, who's got questions or thoughts or comments or a good story to share on this subject? Or what haven't we covered that would be helpful to go into more detail on? I have something. This is Jill. Oh, thanks, Jill. Let's hear. Hi. So what I'm hearing, like this whole this whole time we've been on the phone, is there's something that uh, – are you familiar with human design at all? Only that I, I know what it's referring to. I'm incredibly intrigued by it, and we've we've got a couple of guest speakers potentially at GVU to bring us more detail on it. But cool. That's my I, so I know what you're talking about, but I don't know it. Okay. Well, the reason I bring it up, and I'll just briefly say what has been feeling so important to say, and that is. of the world's population are what's called generators or manifesting generators. And the energy that these people bring to the world where I'm one of, I'm a pure generator. I'm going to bet, Jeanette, you're either generator, manifesting generator, or possibly a pure pure manifester. We can talk about that offline later. The thing that we do as generators and manifesting generators is we respond. Our energy is meant to respond. And so some of us feel we have to take action because we get things. We get intuitive hits, we get whatever hits, and we're like, it, it feels like we have this energy to burn. And that is one big thing about generators and the 70% I'm talking about. We feel like we have to take action all the time. But like Dana said, and you've been talking about taking action doesn't necessarily have to mean doing things in your business. Sometimes the action is actually saying, I'm going to stop doing this for my business because as you've already said, this isn't working. I need some space. But what I know about um, this, I started studying this about a year and a half ago. It has changed my thinking. It's changed my perception. It has helped me understand things better about myself and how I interact with the world and energy, as well as how I can apply it with the law of attraction. And it is amazing how uh, knowing now that I get pressure from the outside because I have an open root center or I have a very analytical mind, which tells me I need to watch my ego more, and you know, which we know these things logically, but not everybody is just built the same way. So the reason I'm saying this is when I learned this for myself the first time last year, I took a specific week off of doing all the things that I had been doing because as a generator, I get wound up. As you can hear, I have a lot of energy as I'm speaking, but I also do this in my business, and I will take action. And if I'm, when I was working with my coach last year, he's like, okay, here's all the things we're going to do. And I'm like, awesome, I'm out the gate, I'm doing it, da, 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 doing all these things. And here's what happens. 
all that intuitive information is just waiting, lining up back there, and I'm not getting it because I am so busy taking all these actions that may not be serving me, but they seemed good at the time, but I didn't know any different other than, oh, this is going to help my business, or I hope this helped my business, or I have the intention this is going to help my business, but honestly, it really didn't. What happened when I stopped and took the whole week and just said, you know what, I'm going to stop moving around so much because I'm keeping so busy, I'm not getting the downloads or whatever, so many things happened. I got intuitive hits, I got inspired actions I could take, I was feeling creative, I was more in flow, I was more relaxed. So it's just, it's fascinating. So I highly recommend anyone check into the human design. It is Jill, it's a what's your role with that? Is that something you facilitate or, or like you guide others through the process or is it just something you've been through? You've so I, okay, so I learned, I learned it with my coach. Uh, like I said, I started learning it a year and a half ago. I'm not formally trained, but I've studied all these books and I know all these things and I do something called with, uh, it's like a, if you want to coach with me but you can't afford like the three-month package, we can do a jump start, which is like a 90-minute session with me. And it's basically your human design, who you were born to be, and you learn. Um, and then I tell you with that how you can, you know, what are your top challenges and how you can use your human design knowing this now, how you can apply those to your challenges that you might be experiencing. And it's awesome to talk to someone who knows the law of attraction already because then there's so right. much less explaining to do. Right. Oh, and and we also feel more comfortable in the hands of someone that we know isn't going to tell us to do something that isn't doesn't feel right or doesn't inspire us. So, Jill, right. how can someone find you? If someone's listening oh. to this, where would they? Yeah, would they absolutely. Um, so I have actually a website that's designed specifically to my calendar. So if there's there's that. Should I give that out or yeah whatever um, whatever however you'd prefer for people to make an inquiry about learning more oh okay so my um email address is jill at jillhaas.com and that's j-i-l-l-h-a-a-s.com right <laughs> or um my website for the calendar it's a one-hour breakthrough session with me is um breakthroughwithjill.com very cool you know, I've had a couple people point out stuff in in my human design chart, and it it rang true with what someone was showing. And I think it's like for the same reason that I get so excited about our core values or our, our astrology. It's another way for us to learn ourselves better, and with that self awareness, we can be more true to what serves us best. Nancy, you're saying in chat room, you're a manifesting generator. Mm, yeah, awesome. yeah. So my. Um, <laughs> So my business coach, who I started working with in 2003, um, she one of the first things she did was have me take that test. And she predicted before the results came back that, that I was a manifesting generator. And that turned out to be true. But I have to say, it didn't help me. It didn't make a difference. That That was for me. It didn't make a difference one way or the other. But I know what Jill's talking about. Yeah, when the the insights that I've gotten for those who are familiar with human design who have looked at mine, um, they just seemed right on target. And I think the re part of the reason I recognize that is because I have done a lot of self-exploration in a variety of ways. So it's not like it, it was necessarily new information, but definitely confirming. Having said that, I have not done an in-depth look. It was just people pointing out a couple little pieces here and there, mm -hmm. and already it felt powerful, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks for that, Jill. Yeah. I have a what if. Yes. Ooh, let's hear it, Sean. 
Women and women and men, I have a what if. It's simply, um, what if I remembered more often that I'm a human being and not a human doing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a powerful one. Thank you for that. Love it. Very nice. I'm looking in our chat room to see if there's anything I need to mention that hasn't been brought up or any questions that we haven't. Julie shared a link to something called the uh, Lionsgate uh, opening today, oh, August yeah, 8th. Oh, yeah, 8 Yeah, that's right. It's um, for abundance, so that link is there. We can put that in the forums. And it's Guillaume's birthday tomorrow. Let's have a big round of happy birthday. Happy for birthday. Guillaume. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah, it's almost his tomorrow anyway, just another couple, another hour or two, right, Guillaume? A couple of hours, yeah. <laughs> We're pretty <Yeah>. close. <laughs> and is it Julie's too? No, is no, it? it's not my birthday. Oh, okay. Uh, but I just thought that that was a good link. Oh, okay, gotcha. I said I read. I was reading that wrong. Yeah. All right. So I love the I love the what if questions, Jeanette, because they open yeah. us up to you know considering new possibilities and um, you know I, even though I've been doing this for quite a while of you know stopping and asking myself what feels best next and what feels like the best the next best thing to do. Uh, like when I feel overwhelmed, um, and I'm no stranger to taking naps. You know, mm-hmm. I I have seen even when I have to do my taxes or I ha- there's certain things I have to do, I see the benefit of lining my energy up. Um, you know, I remember when I know this is not business related, but I had to install a new shower head in my bathroom, and I've caught myself passing the box every time I'd see the box I'd pass it with anxiety in my body just the feeling of anxiety and a thought like oh yeah I gotta do that oh god oh yeah I gotta do that and I started catching myself with this negative energy about it and I realized don't do it don't install it when you have that energy so I worked on it until I got to a place where I was excited to do the installation and was anticipating it being easy and and when I finally did the installation it was easy but it wouldn't have been if I had forced myself to do it when my energy was anxious and I was fearful and you know not looking forward to it I think it's worth questioning whenever we think there's something we have to do that's worth questioning and it goes for taxes. It goes for anything that we that we really don't feel optional about. There is an option. I know a lot of people think, well, I have to go to work. I can't, I can't not go to work. That's an action I have to take, Jeanette. My life would fall apart if I didn't. Well, just recognizing you do have an option. You could maybe not go. Maybe there would be some dire consequences. You think there would be dire consequences if you didn't go. But it doesn't mean that you have to do it. You still have a choice about it. Just that reframe takes some of the negative energy off of the thing that we didn't feel like we had a choice about. We really do have a choice. We could. I know people who don't pay taxes. I know people who don't even file for extensions. I know people who there really are. There's way more stuff that's optional than we than we are letting ourselves consider as optional. 
And I'm not saying we wouldn't still decide to do it, but we would do it with a different energy. We would do it knowing that I believe this is better than the consequences of not doing it. Well, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. And I, and I know people who didn't file their taxes and then got caught. <laughs> and watching them go through what they're going through because they hadn't paid their taxes for years and years and years. Yeah, I'm. That's that solidifies my I'm definitely going to do this, but I'm still going to do it with good energy. So when I know right. I have to do but when I know I have really to do no such thing as I have to do it. No such mm-hmm. thing as that. That's a that's a myth and it's often an unhelpful one that we tell ourselves that there's no choice. This has to be done. There's a choice. And just recognizing that might break the evil spell on it for you. Hey Jeanette, Stana again. Yeah. Thanks, Dana. You know, one one thing, I don't know, I, I play with my head a lot, like when I feel resistance to do something that I feel needs to get done or should get done, sometimes I just trick myself by mentally considering how awesome it's going to feel when it's done. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I just go right there. I mean, I'll skip over the whole task and just say, oh, my God, <laughs> it's going to be freaking awesome when I am done with this. Suddenly... I mean, I'm in high-speed mode. I mean, I, I did a blog a little while ago called Disneyland or Doldrums because when we were little kids, my mom would make us go out in the backyard and rake, and we hated to pick up the leaves. And I was like, oh, it's Saturday, Mom, and she needs our help. And, you know, she used to joke with us and say, well, if I told you we were going to Disneyland in about 15 minutes, I'm sure you would find all the energy required to get these leaves up. And it had such a huge impact on me because I realized I can mess with my own thoughts and get myself where I need to go all the time, always, anytime. So unless there's like a massive amount of resistance on it, I'll just say, you know what, it's going to feel so freaking good to have this uh, loaded dishes done. And sometimes I, I play the game of, because I don't have a dishwasher, so sometimes I'll play the game of like, I bet this little counter of rinsed dishes is only going to take me like three minutes. And I do it in like two, and I think, what were you even stressing about? <laughs> like, that is so short a period of time, Dana. And look how great the kitchen looks now. Like, it's all clean, and it feels good. The energy's all cleaned up so yeah you know and i love Dana, that you're pointing out oh go ahead yeah just one quick thing dana the other thing that you get from that that you already told us yeah is you get amazing downloads so that would oh, be something I do. to look yeah. forward to <laughs> oh no no i don't put the dishes i don't put the dishes off too much now i i'll leave them if i'm really tired at night and i know to just love myself that way like Good they'll be you. there tomorrow i know how to love mm-hmm. myself if that's too tiring i just go to sleep so that's fine too. So I have created a lot of really delightful, inventive outfits by reminding myself I don't have to do laundry today. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I found some wonderful things in my closet I never would have put together had I not put off the laundry. <laughs> yeah, I, Dana, I love the reminder of how much room we can give ourselves to actually play with enjoying something when doing it feels better than not doing it. Yeah, that, um, definitely. That ability to just transform our experience of it, that's yeah. definitely within our power. We All about think. feeling good. Always yeah. about feeling good. Feeling good, feeling good, feeling good. I will use that same trick as almost a pre-paving tool. So even if I'm not ready to um, take action immediately on mm-hmm. rake, raking the leaves or doing the laundry or, you know, doing the dishes, 
I will do that. Oh, it's going to feel so good when it's done and it's going to be right. clean and I'm going to feel this way. And then I imagine what it's going to look like. And so I do it almost as a pre-paving technique, but then I don't put any pressure on myself to do it right then. But what happens is, not surprisingly, at some point, I'll just all of a sudden spontaneously get the urge to do yeah, it. Exactly. And that's when I take action. Ooh, it feels like fun to turn on the stereo and get some laundry go- going. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and timers. Timers I have found to be a really good tool, too. If there's something, like, I, I really, for the most part, do not enjoy decluttering. It just, decluttering and organizing, I mean, if I'm in the right mood, I'm okay. But if I'm not, it's like, eh. Um, but if if for some reason I feel like it's something I need to do in order to get something else done, I'll set a timer for a certain period of time. And when the timer goes off, I have permission to stop. And that's usually enough to get me started. And then often once I'm started, then I want to keep going because I'm having fun, more fun than I expected to have. You know. oh, I love how that works. Yeah, yay to having more fun. <laughs> so what else have we not explored about this subject that would be good for us to cover? Anyone feel like we got any loose ends? I There was one experience, and this was a rare one for me, but it did happen once, where I had some things stacking up uh, that felt like they needed to be done, they needed attention, and it wasn't happening. And... I probably wasn't doing a proper job of relaxing about it all. I was probably maintaining some anxious energy. And over the weeks, it just finally got to a point where it was weighing on me so much that I just started knocking things off the list one by one by one just to get them done because I knew it was going to feel better for them not to be weighing on me anymore. So rather than doing any mental tricks of how to feel lighter about it or how to trust that it's all working out, I just started knocking it out. And after getting a, a small handful done, I felt better. So I know it. that's not how I normally operate, but at least one time in my history I had that experience where taking action, even when it wasn't inspired, although some could say the inspiration was just to end my misery by doing it, uh, I, I have done that. I think we, there's a lot of room for improvement over that routine. It's not one I intend to repeat, but for anyone who – maybe judges themselves or feels bad because they are um, in muggle mode. I hate it. It sometimes feels like I'm using it derogatorily. I really don't mean it that way because I think all of us have a little bit of muggle in us. But um, just cut yourself some slack. Wherever you're at, with however you conduct yourself, whatever you're doing at work and and with your business, I I like the example you set earlier, Dana, when you said, I love that about me. (laughs) Let's... I'll feel that about ourselves wherever we're at in the process just to help improve that energy even more. All righty, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Let's call this one a wrap. Happy birthday again to Guillaume, and we'll see you guys on our next call. Okay, thanks, Jeanette. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.